0: Welcome back to The Bulb. I'm your host, Luke Primo. This is our eighth episode focusing on the past FRC season, Rapid React, I have some guests today from the drive team once again. Technician Morgan Wally and primary driver Ana Rodriguez with me to join in on a great discussion of how our team performed and what we plan to do in the offseason. How are you guys doing today?
1: Pretty good.
2: How are you?
0: Not too shabby.
2: <laughs> I mean, I'm having a bit of uh, robotics withdrawals, but, you know, yeah, I think we'll yeah. make up for it this
0: summer. Of course. We got a lot of exciting plans this summer, for sure, for sure. Let's b- begin with kickoff and the build season. How did that go?
2: Well, every year we kind of do like the same routine of like our kickoff. Obviously we all watch the kickoff video together. And then afterwards we sit down, we read through the rules and everybody gets to draw a prototype for what they want the robot to be. So I think this year we kind of did a better job of making sure everybody's ideas were semi included. So we put them all up on the board We all looked at them, and we thought about how feasible those ideas actually were. Um, So I think a lot of great ideas went into our robot that way this year.
1: Yeah, I mean, once the kickoff video comes out, there is... Maybe like a three day period where it's like pretty frantic because everybody's like, okay, this is how the game works. Look into like the tiny little details, get started on robot designs. It's really fun and it's just like a really great way to bond with your team because everybody's starting from scratch and even other teams are starting from scratch with all these new ideas that are coming in. And it's really fun to just see how everybody's brain is kind of working out the same problem that you all get presented with, but everybody's attacking it at a different way.
2: Yeah, and seeing the robot in three days challenges, like, we barely do it in, like, three months. (laughs) Like, those are ridiculous. And I don't know, for me, it's kind of hard to imagine what we're going to build, like, right at the point where I see the game. Like, I can't be like, oh, yep, we're building Helios. Like, it's hard for me to imagine that.
0: I know I don't understand how people do it so fast and like it always seems like we're crunch for time like it never seems like we're on schedule per se like it's not like we're off schedule but it's it just always seems like we're rushing to do something like there's no sense of calmness in the very beginning just very busy.
1: Well it's also that you gotta take into effect that you're always changing the plans on your robot too there's always room for improvement but kickoff is definitely the fun times where there's so much improvement to be made because yeah. you start from ground. Zero.
2: I mean even now we're thinking about ways to change our robot and how we can make it better or designs we can make for next year. I mean it's crazy you just like keep going and keep going running with the same idea.
0: So do we want to get into Kettering Week Zero where we actually finished growing the robot (laughs) we got Helios all done. Oh well Well, did we?
1: (laughs) So here's the thing so our team signed up for Kettering Week Zero. It's an event um, hosted by Kettering basically just allowing teams in the area to come in test out any prototypes they might have, or even just kind of getting a feel for the field. So our team brought Helios. At the time, we were kind of freaking out. Our wheels, we were using a swerve chassis. Our wheels were not aligning and were not working with us. So we ended up actually bringing two robots. We'd have our competition robot, and then we also brought an extra swerve chassis that we had used for the off-season. And let's just say it didn't go as
2: planned. Yeah, so the change we made with Helios was the inverted motors. And just for some reason, the code was giving us major issues. So we said when we were up for practice, matches we were like you know what let's just use the old swerve chassis we've got like we'll at least be able to drive around you know get a feel of the field but that also did not go as planned in every single practice match we had no movement the first time because okay i'll take credit for this because i'm technician i was supposed to check first time being technician at a week zero so I didn't really check any of the hardware on the chassis and we had can wires loose so it didn't move. So every match we had field workers coming up to us like are you move are you not moving on purpose or is this an accident? So we were desperately trying to figure out what was wrong every single match.
1: I know. So I think we ended up having about three or four practice matches that we were queued up for in total. Um, I know that was the first one. The second one, our driver station e-stopped and we didn't realize it until the game started. And then another one, we finally got it working back in the pits. We took it out and our battery browned out. <sighs> So it was it was a stressful day for us Kettering week zero it didn't really get our hopes up too yeah. high especially because of the fact that we brought Helios even though we knew it was broken for the sole reason of seeing if other teams that were going to be there would be able to help us fix our code and by that time we didn't exactly have a sure answer either
2: yeah it was it was definitely a bit intimidating considering it's both me and Anna's first year on the drive team seeing all those like higher end robots that were already finished at week zero was kind of scary but it was and it kind of put like this omen on the rest of the season like are we gonna keep having these issues or are we gonna fix it but it was kind of reassuring we met uh a few really nice teams that said they saw our videos on YouTube and stuff and had watched our matches in the past and said that we were really cool and that our robot looks really nice so that was nice to hear
0: yeah that's true I think with our next event in Milford the tide certainly changed we weren't dominating per se but we certainly improved so do you want to talk a little bit about Milford
1: I'm gonna that was my first competition that I think I've ever like truly driven in that like in the season it counts And, man, was it nerve-wracking at first. Milford, it was always being described to me as a shark tank, even before we went. And when we got there, I truly realized how many, like, really high-performing teams were there. And even though we had some issues and we were kind of just – I was getting used to the field still, I think we performed really well, and we ended up being
2: the captain of the Fifth Alliance. Yeah. I mean, not too bad for our first competition. That's true. We really showed people what Helios could do. We started getting a little bit of attention. Would we win engineering inspiration there? So that was pretty good. Along with, again, being our first year on the drive team, it was, I think it was really great to go around and talk to teams because I've never really done that from a drive team perspective because it's like kind of different. 'Cause you can talk strategy with them and all that sorts of stuff. So I thought that was pretty fun getting to know all these teams.
1: Morgan and I would be the friendly group that would go around. <laughs> we
2: weren't we
1: would go up to teams and we'd talk to them and we were like, We're not scouters, we're just we genuinely know how like how is your robot doing, how are you guys feeling every morning when we got there. We'd go up to each team, kind of just walking up and down the rows, and be like, you guys feeling good today? Or any highs and lows that you think you guys are going to overcome?
2: And we just tried to be as friendly faces as much as we could. And some of those teams we even kept, we're still friends with them. We're going to see some of them at IRI. We're going to see, we saw some of them at States, even at at Worlds. I mean, we stay in touch with these people that we met the way from the beginning of our season so
0: yeah, i think that speaks to the best parts about first i mean again like i've said time and time again on this podcast and in our discussions with the team and other people is that first is so unlike other sports because you're interacting with other teammates that you're also competing against in a genuine interested in their conversation and what they have to say to you way where that doesn't really exactly happen with other sports but certainly after milford again wasn't our best spot we ranked fifth so not too bad but then we went into midland to where the tide really changed there
2: can I go back to Milford for one second? yeah because okay. this this <laughs> event started a tradition within our team this year that I think we need to talk about.
1: <laughs> okay, so I guess I'll do the honors. So in Milford, we did have a couple like shaky matches. One of them included where we received a small rubber duck. We were treating this duck so nice. The match that we all kind of like give it a little bit of praise our battery ended up flying out. And we were like, okay, it's a bad omen. So we started using that duck. From then on forward, we would kind of just stomp on the duck. That duck got carried on to future competitions. and This so tradition kind of increased
2: during the season. It <laughs> increased,
1: um, especially towards Midland and States. One of our mentors bought us about two 9-inch rubber duckies. And so we those are our actual good luck ducks. We do not stomp on those, we promise, but those ducks, the little shout out they have carried us through the season. Oh
0: yeah, I feel like those uh bigger ducks might be a little bit more difficult to stomp on honestly they are they're really big, I mean they're not like mammoth, but like they're bigger than your typical rubber ducky. Do you want to go back to talking about Midland and how we performed there as well?
2: Yes, of course, so Midland was one of those events that I guess it just really gave us a lot of hope for states. We were undefeated and won the event and won chairman's at the event. So it was, I mean, it was really just an awesome weekend for everybody involved in our team, whether they were on the drive team, whether they were scouting or whether they did the chairman's interview.
0: Yeah, Midland went so well and it was just so much fun to have all that happened all at once, like undefeated, first place, chairmans. all that happened all at once, not in separate events. I think we were the only people in the state to do that. Maybe even one of the only teams in the world. I don't know. But it was still very, very impressive, and I'm really glad that we got an opportunity to do that.
1: One of my favorite things for Midland, too, is from a driver's perspective, seeing the outcome of each game, I realized how much improvement we have made from Milford. Our games, or even our like playing strategy when we were on the field changed, and it was just so nice to see that not only technical improvements, but just like how our team was behaving, just a lot of things improved, and it was really nice to see how we grew from Midland to Milford. And I think that's something we should carry on to next year. Of like The first event that we're going to go to is not going to be perfect, but the amount of change that happens within the team from the first to the second, or even the second to the third is something that's greatly appreciated. And I think we should definitely keep that trend going. Keep, keep that trend going. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, yeah, for sure. Just like Milford, too. I mean, the people we met there, some, some familiar teams that we hosted, our STEM center even. It was just such a friendly environment. There were some stressful moments. Uh, I know right before Alliance selection, I had to resolder a part of our motors, And it was very stressful, and I didn't have a ton of time because I wanted to go eat lunch with the team, but I was sitting there soldering. I ended up burning my finger, and I was just freaking out. I'm pretty sure another team asked me if I needed any help because they saw how frantic I was, and it's just, I mean, I can't stress how great of an environment that First Robotics creates.
0: I totally agree. And I think a little-known fact, at least to the people who aren't in First Robotics, is that first robotics events are essentially you just starve. Like, you literally just starve. I always just remember being super hungry and you're just wanting to eat. <laughs> you're not only starved of
1: food, you're starved of sleep, um... Just rest, rest? Sitting re- down in general? <laughs> yep, yeah, you can't sit down, you can't eat. I mean... You can. We're not. This. This is an exaggeration. But not being for some, neglected. for some, for some people on the team, like let's say Morgan and I, for the drive team, we don't really get the chance. And you can see a lot of high school kids frantically running around. And we do forget to eat and sleep sometimes.
0: So I'm just going to briefly go over our next events, considering the fact that we did have a recap our first episode of the bulb, actually, of the state championships. Just a good few memories that we all have about it and just kind of the build up to Worlds.
1: I'm gonna touch on the end actually. So after the final matches were finished, they were taking a hot minute to get the teams that were qualifying for Worlds to, like to the general audience, including us. But by that time, we kind of already figured, hey, we're making it to yeah. worlds. Um, we were all super excited, and we actually had to go build our crates for our robot and our tools to get down there. And one of the most like fondest experiences in my mind is sitting there as the team is building our crates. Morgan and I and a couple others, actually, we were handed paint pens from our pit and we just, we just went to town. We were drawing gray matter, we're going to worlds, we drew our logo. It was so fun drawing on those crates, um, really making them our own. And it was our own little hooray to the world and like we did it, we made it. I think that was one of my favorite memories from States.
2: Yeah, and I mean, going to States, anyone in FIRST Robotics knows that that gap year that COVID gave us really kind of hit hard and not a lot of people on teams have actually went to competitions. I've only went because I got to be on the team when I was in eighth grade, and that's the only time that I've been to a competition. So definitely going to States was a really intimidating experience, and then we went to Worlds, and it was even more intimidating. Oh, (laughs) man, were we scared.
0: (laughs) Yes, that's a great segue into Worlds. So not only was it a first time to Worlds for a lot of kids, but for the kids who have gone to Worlds, so like our older seniors or Morgan, did you ever end up going to Worlds? I
2: did. I went to the World competition in Detroit.
0: Okay, so, like, even you've been to a World event, but this one was in Houston. And now, again, another thing in my case, first time flying because it's 20 hours away. It just makes more sense to fly down there. And that was a first time for a lot of kids, too. So, yes, like Morgan was saying, it was very intimidating. But we got down there and I think we had a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, you don't usually go on school trips like this. I mean, we had our eighth grade trip where we went down to Washington, D.C., but we didn't fly. And it wasn't like we're going there to work (laughs) because I would say we were working. And it was nice too
1: because yes, we were going down there for the competition and I was, I'm going to be honest with you, I was 100% expecting to wake up, go to the competition, be at the competition all day, go back to the hotel really late at night and go to bed, do it, repeat that basically for the whole time we were down there. What really surprised me was that we had actually a lot of leisure time. We got down there a day early, or semi-early, and we actually had some leftover time, and I knew a group of us kind of went and did some fun activities. We went to the zoo, we got some lunch, and just throughout the week, there was different groups of people that went and did fun things that really weren't robotics-related. So it was really nice. It was not only a competition to display our capabilities and our robot, but it was also a really nice, like, team bonding experience where all of us could go we're out of state but we're having fun
2: yeah when you travel with people I feel like you definitely get closer because you're in an unknown place and these are the familiar faces to you so you kind of want to stick together and I mean truly we just Our team has such a great bond with each other, I feel like. Not many sports teams even have that, where we all just get along. And, like, even mentors and students get along just so well.
0: Yeah, like you were saying, getting stuck with people. Not necessarily stuck. like being with someone for essentially a week and in a place that you've never been so you're both building this experience Uh, yeah it's certainly a bonding experience as well as a learning experience as we all know first is more than just fun like it is fun but you're learning about math science and all these different types of things
1: so to recap for a little bit how we did at worlds i'm not going to spend a lot of time on this but personally i'd say we outperformed ourselves compared to midland we were consistently putting up balls. We were just a really competitive opponent, as well as a really good alliance partner. We loved working with our alliances, and it led us to get all the way to the quarterfinals, correct? Yeah,
2: and I would say our performance got us quite a bit of attention from unlikely teams, a team that most of our students look up to. Actually, one of their mentors came up to us and was like, wow you guys are performing really well so that really meant a lot to us and just people telling us that we were performing good just it really means a lot coming from anybody. One thing is too is that it's worlds. The competition
1: it's going to be high you have to expect that you are going to go against some tough components. Um, We were sitting roughly 30s 20s for most of the competition But once we got to Alliance selections, we did get picked as the first pick from the 8th Alliance. And working with that team, we managed to get into quarters. Um, We put up a really great fight against the opposing Alliance. And we actually played a little bit more defense than we did in the normal season. And it really showed against our opponents. We were able
2: to get the the scores so, so close but we did end up. I would say that the quarters were one of the most stressful matches we've ever had. I was sitting there hands on my head just mouth open like I could not believe because we were playing such hard defense that the cover on all my electrical work came off and at one point one of our climber hooks broke and was like hooking into other people's robots and I was freaking out it was so stressful but because of that defense we managed to keep the score within one point the first time
1: and within the second match, we kept it within, what, roughly five, five to ten points. I can't remember the exact score. It was.
0: I don't know the exact score off the top of my head either, but it was really close.
1: And so it was kind of fun. I'm not going to lie to you because from a driver's perspective, the other matches and other competitions are so focused was to score as many balls as you can. Defense, defense is not an issue. We can play against defense like we know what to do if we have some on us, but we never really played any. Then we got to Worlds, and those final matches, I played more defense than I have the entire season. And it showed. We were trapping a robot in hangers, we were just kind of stopping most shooting from the other teams, it was pretty fun. And because of that performance, we landed ourselves 40th in the world based on the statistics that first had released after the season had officially ended.
0: Alrighty, so we will now go into our off-season events. So we have a very, very exciting summer plans. Let's let Morgan begin on telling us our most exciting event.
2: So right after Worlds, we actually applied for... The Indiana Robotics Invitational, or IRI as most people call it. To our surprise, we actually got invited to this event. Uh, It's pretty. (laughs) It's a pretty big deal for us. We've never went, and it's a pretty prestigious event, I would say. A lot of high-end teams go, and it's in Indiana. It's not even in Michigan, so we're traveling to another state. Well, I mean, we did go to Houston, but we're traveling to another state for an off-season event, so that'll be really cool to see.
0: All right, and then we have some other things planned. I know only in a few weeks we have our STEM camp that we're hosting at the STEM Center. That will be really exciting.
1: Both of us are helping out with that. Um, Some as- well as some other robotics kids we are actually going to i think take on the roles as some mentors and helpers. I know personally I will be working in the high school shop with some mills teaching kids how to use those and making some cool stuff.
2: Morgan, we've been setting up a few little projects we can work with over the course of the week of the camp. So that'll be pretty fun to see. We just we've gotten together some little coding experiments. We might do like the classic egg drop experiment, just things that can we can really teach these kids about STEM
0: and then I'll also talk about what we have coming up in the summer end of July us three and a few other kids are going up to Michigan Tech for a summer youth program it's pretty exciting you guys excited for that
2: heck yeah yeah. Um, all of us actually won a scholarship for that camp so that's pretty exciting too it'll be pretty much kind of a tour of Michigan Tech's campus and I know I plan on going there, so that'll be really cool to see and just kind of like a view into their engineering programs.
0: Awesome. Anything else you guys wanted to add?
2: I have been really excited. There was actually, I think it was
1: States, there was a team that came up to us. They handed us a flyer. This one really caught my eye though because it was advertising a all-girls competition. So I really hope that our team takes that into consideration. I know our Drive team is primarily girls. I think it would be really cool to kind of
2: showcase the abilities that, women on our team have. It's been an increasing process, I guess, of including the girls in our school on our robotics team. Not that they were ever discouraged, but it was just kind of like most girls in our school just didn't think they could do it because they've always seen boys in these roles. So it's, it's really exciting to keep this cycle of showing them we can.
0: So my last question is going to be, what is the number one takeaway that you guys got from this season?
2: I
1: think from the bottom of my heart, the thing that's going to stick with me most is how kind and compassionate our team is. Personally, as a driver, there's a lot of stress that I kind of just put on myself. I feel like I have to uphold the performance of our robot, even like mechanical things that I just can't do. Like I can't fix if it's on the field. But I was facing a lot of that during the season. And one thing that really stood out to me the entire time was just my fellow classmates, my fellow students mentors they all were so kind and they were willing to help me and just keep me calm and tell me things were okay and I think one thing that truly stuck with me was just everybody everybody's there to work with you nobody's there to work against you and it's one big family
2: yeah, I would say mine is pretty comparable. I definitely hold myself to a higher standard than I should. I thought that whenever anything went wrong, whether it was coding, mechanical, whatever, I was like, I have to fix it and I have to fix it now. So we had a couple of hiccups and I kind of beat myself up over it. <laughs> but you know, It's really a learning process and having those supportive mentors, those supportive teammates, just everything along the way really helped out a lot. And FIRST Robotics is truly an unforgettable experience. This is skills that I'm going to carry with me my whole life.
1: appreciate the people that take their time out of their day to teach you things because coming from Morgan and I as students, it sticks with you being a friendly face when in time of need. It is really comforting to see.
0: Very well put guys and thank you very much for joining me today.
2: Look forward to the next time we're oh, featured.
0: Yeah. I know. It's probably going to be soon, honestly. You Thank you are for having us on, No Of course, up. of course. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Bulb. Please subscribe, share with your friends and family, and leave a five-star rating. Make sure to tune in every Tuesday at 11 a.m. to hear the latest from The Bulb. Want to ask a question and get featured on The Bulb? Leave a voice message at the link in the description, and I'll play it in our next episode. You can also submit questions to us on our social media platforms. Links to those are in the description. Thank you.